welcome, happy morning, age to age, shall say. And we say it and sing it here in Concord, Massachusetts, on this day, this morning. Welcome to all of you on this glorious day. But first, a question. Why are we here? Maybe your brunch reservation isn't until 12.30. Perhaps you were visiting family from out of town and your mom asked you to come. Maybe you wanted to hear our spectacular choir and sing some glorious hymns. And maybe you are waiting to hunt for candy-filled eggs after this is over. All of these are good reasons, but they are not the whole story. Why are we here? We're here today, all of us, because of a woman named Mary, who got up early in the morning, before dawn. Well, the truth is she probably really didn't sleep at all that night. So filled with grief and rage, tears and despair, she couldn't sleep. Her hopes had been shattered on Friday. Her friend was dead, killed by the Roman authorities and taunted by angry mobs. He was someone in whom many people had invested their hope. Hope for a different way of life in the Roman Empire. Hope for a different way of being with one another. Excitement and hope for liberation, freedom from oppression. A king. A king they had longed for and waited for so that he would save them. To Mary and his other close friends, he was a true friend. The kind of friend with whom you like to share meals and tell stories and laugh and cry. The kind of friend who loves you unconditionally and who tells you the truth about himself and the truth about you. His friends loved him. Crowds of people heard him speak and saw him teach and heal. They had put their hope and their trust in him, and now he was dead. The dream was shattered. So Mary got up from her tear-soaked bed and walked in the dark to the tomb where his body had been put on Friday afternoon. She wanted to be sure he was appropriately laid to rest. It had all been so chaotic on Friday. Perhaps she simply wanted to be near him in the quiet of the morning to weep some more for all that was lost, all that was broken. Arriving at the cave... She sees that the stone has been moved and his body is not inside. Despairing even more, angered that the chaos continues, that her friend's body has been stolen or moved somewhere less respectful or who knows what. How can this story get any worse? 
Will the pain of this death never end? She goes and gets two of his other friends, and they look inside and see the same thing. The cloths in which his body had been wrapped are discarded in heaps inside the tomb, and the body is gone. Wait, there is a gardener. Sir, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Mary. She turns and sees him, alive, standing right there. She can touch him, speak to him, hear him say her name. He is alive, risen from the dead. Death has no hold on him. She runs back to her friends, sputtering, eyes wide with the incredible news. I have seen the Lord. This is why we are here today. Jesus is alive. God raised him from the dead, not as an idea or a spiritualized vision, but embodied in the fullness of life, resurrected in glorious splendor. God declares that life wins. Jesus, who was physically present to his friends and his followers before his death, is physically present to them in his resurrected body. The news that Mary brings to the disciples and to us this morning, that news, I have seen the Lord, is the mysterious one time ever in the history of everything event. And it changes everything for us. God raised the person of Jesus, not the idea of Jesus, but the embodied reality. Skin on his bones, wounds in his hands, breath in his body, love in his beating heart. All that was shattered, all that was broken is restored. Not in a theoretical way, but actually, truly, with the material of creation, blood, flesh, breath. Our faith, like the faith of our Jewish brothers and sisters, is rooted in real things. The created order of the earth, the seas, Animals, plants, us, the human creatures that we are, it's all an abundance of life made with love by God the Creator. We worship a God who commits again and again to life. A God who commits to gathering up the shattered pieces of our lives, our broken relationships, our grief, 
our fears and turmoils, illnesses and mortal death, and repairing those things in love with the things of creation. We see the signs everywhere if we look. Green shoots breaking through hard brown earth, finally. The warmth of the sun growing a plant or drying a tear. People rising up all over our country claiming life and marching for a more peaceful and just society. Forgiveness finally offered in a troubled family. Prayers around the bed of a dying friend. Meals cooked and served to those who are hungry. A helping hand offered to someone who's stumbling. Young and old gathering around this table, this table right here, to encounter the living God in bread and wine. My friends, the shattered things of our lives are made new with water, wine, bread, hands and feet and hearts. God raised Jesus from the dead. God raises us from the dead. We are joined with Christ in baptism, and so we are also joined with him in the resurrection. We need not fear death. We can live without fear, for God chose life. God chose life for Jesus and for all of us. This is why we're here today. To know the freedom of a life without fear. A life of love and courage. Our God is the God of the living. May we be alive to the life and the love that God gives us through the risen Christ. In a few minutes when you come to this table, listen. Hear him call you by name. Taste Easter joy in his body and blood, the bread and the wine. And go forth from this place today with new life in your very body, strengthened in faith by God's gifts of creation. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Lord, Lord, Lord.